Hello, and welcome to the Gilbo Girls Show, where you will have the opportunity to hear from mothers, fathers, siblings, and individuals themselves about their journey of living with a disability. I know, I know, it's called Gilbo Girls, but we have a bonus for you as we get the Gilbo Boys to interview some of the dads and siblings and get their perspectives too. We'll also have special guests from time to time to share the many resources that are available to those living with a disability and their families. So get ready to laugh, smile, cry, maybe even get a little angry when you hear some of these stories of their day-to-day struggles. But let's not forget their many triumphs. As they say, it takes a village. And if it weren't for our village, we wouldn't be where we are today. So join us. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Gilbo Girls. Today's guest is Kaden McDonough. Did I say that right? McDonough. McDonough. See, well, you know, I should have asked you that prior because, you know, people always like they they can't get my last name right because they're like Gilbalt. No, Gilbo. Always get it wrong. Okay. So anyway, we had the pleasure of interviewing um, your mom and your stepdad, along with your younger brother, Colton, um, who has spina bifida. And, um, you know, one of our main things here is we like to get all sides of perspectives from, from everybody. So I wanted to interview you. Um, so first off, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, uh, where you attend college, what you're majoring in, any fun facts or anything you'd like to share with us? Um, so my name is Katie McDonough. I'm 19 years old. I'm currently attending. I'm a freshman at the University of Rhode Island. And I'm planning on majoring in biology because they don't have pre-med here. So I'm majoring in bio, like on a pre-med track because I want to become a cosmetic dermatologist. And And you, what sorority are you in? I'm in Sigma Delta Tau. Okay. And I see you, you do a lot of different um, philanthropy stuff and raising, raising money. What are some of the things that you guys have been working on? So, um, since my sorority was founded by Jewish women, one of our philanthropies is, um, Jewish Women International and they deal with domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we also raise money for PCAA, which is Prevent Child Abuse America. Okay. That's all good stuff. That's awesome stuff. So I wanted to interview you and get your perspective on what it was like growing up having a sibling with a disability. So how old were you? um, How old were you when Colton was born? I was six years old, but I was turning seven two months later. Okay. Did your parents sit you down and kind of tell you what was going on? Or did you kind of figure something out was wrong and ask them? Or how did you kind of find out or figure it out? I was with my parents um, when they were at the doctor's office and my mom was getting a, what's the ultrasound? An ultrasound. So, and the doctor saw that something was wrong with Colton and um, I didn't really like understand what was going on because I was only six Mm -hmm. but I remember my parents were crying so obviously I like knew something Something. was up yeah and then um, 
we went to my nani and grandpa's house after and they told um they told my nani and grandpa and usually my nani and grandpa are always like wicked happy and like making jokes and stuff but they were also like visibly upset so like I like saw that there was something up with Colton but yeah that's got to be hard especially you know at six years old not knowing um and just a shock even for your parents being in that room having the doctors tell them that and having their young daughter there who doesn't understand and having to be visibly upset you know what i mean and try and put on that brave face that you know everything's okay not to worry you as a young one there yeah yeah um let me see what was it like growing up with him did you have to go to all of his therapies um what what kind of things so usually um his doctor's appointments were while I was in school but I remember that some physical therapists would come like to our house and work with him there so I was there for some of that but then I would also like tag along for some of his doctor appointments like with my family but and did it would it had it make you feel watching him go through like all those surgeries that he went through too because that was tough that had been tough yeah so like I've never had to go through anything like that like none of my friends have ever had to go and through anything like that so I was like scared for him like um because I've been like seeing him go through this like since I was like so young Mm -hmm. but it also like makes me realize that he's so strong because even though he like goes through all this stuff um he's still the happiest kid I've ever met like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he he always like makes jokes he's so funny Mm -hmm. he's so cute I love him I can't believe how tall and big and like he's like growing up it's like so scary yeah I haven't been home since I've been at school I just saw him um last week and he's so old now like I'm actually (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I love it that's so funny so did you have to do a lot more chores being you know did you feel like you had to do a lot more around the house just because you know your mom was was busy you know tending to different things you know with his needs um so my grandparents, my nanny, my grandpa, and my mama and papa, they're really awesome. Like, ever since Colton has been born, like, my nanny would always come over and, like, help around the house, and my grandpa, my mama, and my papa. So, honestly, I, I haven't found myself doing that much, like, chores around the house, but, like, I'll... If Colton's like misbehaving, I'll like talk to him. Like if he's talking back to my mom, I'll help mm-hmm. my mom. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you were ever left out or came last? Because I know a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of the siblings, you know, they they kind of feel like they don't they feel like they don't want to either they feel kind of left out or they feel like they don't want to bring something to their parents because they know that they've already got a lot on their plate trying to do everything with their um I feel like when 
I was younger, like when he was just born, I found like I wasn't like mature enough to think like, oh, like Colton needs more attention than me because he's differently abled. But I like as I got older, I realized like it's fine. Like once my mom and my dad are done helping Colton with this, I can talk to them about this like. And he's older now, so he's starting to like do more things on his own. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But my parents, my parents have always been really good at like balancing me and Colton, and like making sure that I was being like they were listening to me and what my problems were at the same time. That's good. That's good. And what about any of your friends? Do you have any friends that that have siblings that have disabilities that like can relate to some of the different things? No, but, um, they've, like, no, but I've been able to, like, not really, like, show them what it's like to have a little brother with a disability, because they don't really have to, they don't have that at home, so... I'm happy I've been able to educate them on like what spina bifida is and what it's like to have a little brother that's that uses a wheelchair. And also too, that had been going through your head, your mom, I had her share a little bit about, you know, what was going on with her when she had her, her brain surgery and everything like, so you had to go through with your brother and then your mom, you know, that's a lot for a young girl at that age, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember when my mom was diagnosed with her brain disease. And like, like I said before, I didn't really understand what was going on. But my mom has like, my mom's probably my biggest role model. She's done so much, like, still taking care of Colton while dealing with her brain disease. Like, she's mm-hmm. truly a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were there any times that you felt embarrassed about your brother or embarrassed for him? No, I'm so overprotective, like with my little brother, like if we're in public and I see someone like staring at him because he uses a wheelchair, I'll give them the dirtiest look back. (laughs) Are you, have you been sheltered your whole life? Like, have you never seen someone that uses a wheelchair? It makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yes. My son is the same way. And even at college when he, you know, ran into others talking about other people that they see on campus with disabilities, he tries to educate them that way too, you know, because I, I do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Just ignorance, but yeah. Do you wish that, that they had growing up, um, any like, sibling support groups like do you think that would be something that would have been helpful for you or something that um like honestly I feel like I've never really needed support because of like home and my little brother like I feel like because I don't really have anything to compare it to like Colton's my only little like my Mm -hmm. only sibling so he's my little brother like yeah he uses a wheelchair but like that's just like 
like normal for See, me. Right. Right. You don't know any different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I know at our work, we're trying to um, set up one of the goals is to get a uh, sibling support group because there are a lot of kids out there that, you know, you don't have a lot of friends that have siblings with disabilities. So sometimes they don't understand what you're actually going through. And sometimes if you want to really just talk to somebody or get together with somebody that Mm -hmm. truly is going, you know, uh, get you, if you will, and will understand why you're upset or, you know, that sounds like a really good idea. Mm -hmm. I've like personally never really thought of that, but for other people, I feel like that's a really good idea Mm -hmm. to have something like that. that. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What else do we have here? When you look at Colton, what do you see and what do you want the world to know about him? Um, when I look at Colton, I see he's like an old soul, honestly. Like, I feel like he's had to grow up so fast. Like, going to all these doctor's appointments and surgeries, like dealing with kids at school that weren't really the nicest to him. Um, He's so, he's very mature for his age and um, he's very brave. And he's also one of my role models. Like, even though he's how old is he now (laughs) seven years younger than me like he's one of my role models Mm -hmm. and what concerns if any do you have for his future um so I always think about like what he'll do like when he grows up because it's hard for him to like take care of himself and like do things on his own um, but I hope he'll, he'll be able to like live comfortably on his own when he's older. If not, I'll take care of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he always jokes, <laughs> he always jokes with my parents about like living with them for the like, rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. What aspects of being a sibling of someone with a disability do you enjoy the most? And what has been the most rewarding aspects? What do you enjoy the most and what's been the most rewarding? Um, definitely being able to educate other people about his disability and um, what it's like living with him, I guess. I don't know. Um, because honestly, like, I feel like if Colton didn't use a wheelchair and didn't have spina bifida, I wouldn't, I don't want to say, I feel like I wouldn't be like as empathetic towards people with the disabilities. Cause like, I wouldn't know, like I wouldn't see it firsthand, mm-hmm. but so that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Educating people in the empathy aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what has God taught you through your sibling with special needs? Which really you kind of did answer. I mean, that just being more empathetic. Yeah, because like you never really know what someone's going through. Like if I had to 
be up late like taking care of Colton because my parents were tired because my dad like works overtime so like in high school like if I had to be up late my dad works overtime my mom works like pretty much all day so if I had to like take care of Colton and then the next day in high school if I was tired and someone was like oh she's in a bad mood like I feel like people should be more empathetic about other people's situations and like think hmm, maybe there's a reason why someone's in a bad mood or having a bad day mm-hmm. instead of jumping to conclusions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And how does it make you feel to see him, you know, modeling and, and then especially how they got flown out to California? Like how awesome was that? That whole yeah, picture went vi- viral with little Ollie. Yeah. That's another thing. Like he's, given me like so many cool experiences like I I would never be able to go to LA and like see the Kelly Clarkson show like without Colton like I'm so grateful for him and he's such a like inspirational like intelligent kid I always brag about him like I always show my friends at school like pictures of him modeling or like on the Kelly Clarkson show it's the coolest thing ever uh-huh oh I love it I still I still never forget when the first time when we met him um the first show at Runway of Dreams where he went out there and did his little thing and did his little wheelie <laughs> in his uh, wheelchair like look at him go I love it we we connected right away with your parents and your brother um that day. And I'm just grateful that, you know, we've always kept in touch and that we were able to see them when we were in Massachusetts for sled hockey, they came down and, and watched face yeah. game, got to hang out and everything. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So is there anything else that you would like to share or do you have any advice for any other siblings, um, out there that might have just learned that they have a sibling now that has a disability? Like, is there any, any advice you would give them? Um, I would say, like, it's normal to be, like, not scared, but, like, nervous, because especially if this is, like, their first, like, brother or sister, like it was for me, like, everything will be okay, everything happens for a reason, it's pretty, it's, I don't know. It's an like, amazing journey. It's an amazing yeah, journey they take you on. Exactly. You know, it will, it will teach you so much. And like you said, it's an amazing journey. And yeah. That's awesome. So I had um also wanted you to choose a word and share a word that's meaningful to you um, and share why you chose it. Um definitely support because I feel like everyone needs to be supported like everyone has bad days and like bad times in their life but like if you if you're there for someone and that helps like so much like no one can really get through something on their own without the right support. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. I believe that. Absolutely. 
Well, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day, your busy college schedule. That's so awesome <laughs> um, so for, for having this interview and being on. And um, I look forward to uh, hopefully one day see you guys all again. Yeah, of course. Um, okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening or watching on YouTube, um, the Gilbo Girls Show. Be sure to like and subscribe and share to the masses. So have a good day and we'll see you in the next episode. Okay. Thank you for joining us as we spread awareness through our personal stories and the many resources shared. You can help us by joining our village simply by sharing our show to the masses. If you would like to support the Gilbo Girls on another level, click on the link in the show notes to make a donation in any amount. Add your address and you'll receive a hand-stamped token with the word village on it in appreciation. Be sure to subscribe to our Gilbo Girls podcast and YouTube show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gilbo Girls. Till next time.